Matthew 4, 4. And I'm reading the Amplified Version. But he replied, it has been written, man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Hi everyone, it's Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley-Konkwa. I'm very happy you came back. So that means you're interested in knowing about the Word of God. And I know I gave you a challenge last time, and I said make sure that you get a Bible and that you read it every day before breakfast. I know some of you are wondering, how is that even possible? I can't play with my food. Now here's an interesting piece of scripture. Now Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and for 40 nights. And the Bible tells us that he was hungry. And Satan came to him and tried to tempt him. And he told him, if you are the son of God, then turn the stones into bread. Listen, if you've been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, I guarantee you, that you don't even need Satan to tempt you. I'm sure that everything you look at will suddenly look like bread, burgers, sandwich, or if you live in Nigeria, pounded yam and some good egusi soup. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even think he needed Satan to tempt him. But you see the interesting thing, even though he had a legitimate need, he was hungry and it wasn't wrong to satisfy that legitimate need. In fact, I would have thought that Jesus would have actually turned stone to bread before Satan showed up because he's God and he could do the miracle. But he said something. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. So the only thing that sustains man cannot be only food. So you see the last time I told you how I started falling in love with the word of God when I started discovering new versions of the Bible. Well, I'm going to do that for you today. So I read you the Amplified Classic a few minutes ago, but let me read to you the CEV version. It says, Jesus answered, the scriptures say, no one can live only on food. So that tells me that food is important but it's not enough to sustain you. And the good thing about Jesus is it doesn't stop there. He tells us what can sustain. He says people need every word that God has spoken. So it's a need. The word of God is a need. It's not just something that we want to do. We need to do it. We need the word of God to survive. So he says you can't live on only food. Yes, yeah, so I know you've packed your breakfast this morning. Push it aside and get what you need. You want to have breakfast, but I believe that the Bible is so much more valuable. The Amplified says, you shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone. Bread sustains, bread satisfies. But the CV version tells us that you can't live only on food. So yes, I know probably you came out of a season of fasting like Jesus. And I know almost everyone fasted in January. But that's rushing into food is not the next move. The next thing is to find out what word God has spoken. 
Let me read you another version. I really, really hope this makes you try to read your Bible more. Let's look at the message translation. The message translation says that Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy. It says it takes more than bread to stay alive. Wow. It takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes more than bread to stay alive. I need you to take a few minutes and just think about that. It takes more than bread to stay alive. Now listen to the next thing he says. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. A steady stream. Meaning it has to be con a continuous flow of the word. So it's not enough to just listen to this podcast for a few minutes. It's not enough to just sit in church and listen to your pastor for a few minutes. You need a steady stream. It's like water that's continually flowing. You need to keep putting the word of God in your life. Any chance you get, any opportunity you have, read your Bible, listen to a podcast, listen to the word in church, read, you know, listen, find a way to get the word to be a steady stream in your life. And it has to be God's word. Let's look at the Passion Translation. The same scripture, Matthew 4, 4, it says, he answered, Jesus speaking here. The scriptures say, bread alone will not satisfy. Listen, if you eat breakfast right now, before you read your Bible, you may be full for a few minutes, but it won't satisfy you forever. It says, but true life, true life is found in every word that constantly Wow, that is the most important word there. Every word that constantly goes forth from God's mouth. So hearing God every day, hearing God every day, it's a constant flow, a constant stream. That's where true life is. And you see why the word is so important? Because you can eat bread right now, but it really won't change your life. I guarantee you, if anything, it may even make you add some pounds. But if you're listening to a steady stream of God's word, it has the power to change your financial life. It has the power to change your emotional intelligence. It has the power to give you the things that are missing in your life. The word of God is so powerful that you need a steady stream to sustain you. I'm going to be sharing my encounters with the word. I've had so many. You can't convince me that the word of God is not powerful. You can't convince me that the word of God is not important. You can't convince me that the word of God is not life. It is life. In fact, the Passion Translation says it is true life. True life. I've had so many encounters with the word. And I'll share one. Let me start with one. <laughs> because there's so many. Honestly, I don't know which one to pick, but let me just start with one. So many years ago, um, I was diagnosed with PCOS, so I didn't have children. And at the time, doctors had told me that I may never be able to have children um, because I was diagnosed with a lot of other things alongside, but PCOS being the major thing. Um, oh, by the way, that's polycystic ovary syndrome, for those who don't know. Um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And so, um, after that, I got married. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but I just want to show you how powerful 
the word of God is, is so powerful. If you allow it, it will give you true life. It will ensure that nothing is missing in your life, that nothing is stolen by Satan. It, it will change your life. <laughs> so I got married. And of course, everyone who gets married wants to have babies. So first year, no babies. Second year, no babies. Third year, no babies. And so I went into panic mode. And of course, started going from doctor to doctor until I encountered the word. And I'm not just saying that I went looking just to have babies. I started looking for every word that comes out of God's mouth, every word that would give me strength to go through the day, every word that would encourage me to give me hope. I started going into the word to see what God's response to infertility was. I started going into the word to see other women in the Bible who didn't have children and how God dealt with that. And so I met some interesting women. First woman I encountered was Hannah. I found out that Hannah was married to a man who loved her, just like I was. But she didn't have any child. It didn't make him treat her any different, just like my husband. In fact, my husband was a bit like Hannah's husband, Elkanah. He would say things like, I didn't marry you for children. He would say things like, you're more important to me than children. And that was the same thing that Elkanah would say to Hannah. Am I not worth more to you than five sons, <laughs> ten sons? <laughs> and as cute as that may sound, the truth is, the purpose of a thing is what gives that thing satisfaction. So if you're created to be a woman, you're created to be a womb man, meaning you're created to be a man with a womb. And what's the point of having a womb if you can't use it to have babies? That's what makes you woman. <laughs> so even though I saw that, but then she had obstacles. She had a penina in her life, someone who was making fun of her. And I struggled with infertility in the public eye. So, of course, I had people who were mocking me and sending me funny messages and hate mails. And that story for another day. But I saw that she had opposition. But what did it do? It pushed her to God. So in her grief, she ran to God. And she was pouring out her heart at Shiloh. And so that showed me something. Let your pain push you to God. Listen, if you will only read the Bible, I guarantee you, you will be amazed at the things that God will do. Amazed. And so I started reading my Bible and I started seeing that the things I was going through was common to man and there were ways to handle it. And when I saw that Hannah prayed and Hannah stepped into faith and Hannah went home, and had her baby and everything changed then i realized that i'm not alone and so i started reading my bible more closely listen i'm going to share with you along the line what happened when i started reading my bible but today i have three amazing miracle children that's the kind of true life i'm talking about just by encountering the word jesus said Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That's how you have true life. It says it's found in every word that constantly goes forth from God's mouth. So what's my challenge to you today? Read your Bible and let it be steady. Let it be continuous and be sure 
that it is words that comes from God's mouth. Understand that your Bible is not a man speaking, it is God speaking. So that's my challenge to you today. Read your Bible and make sure you do it before breakfast because bread alone does not sustain. Good morning. What a great way to start your day. Bible before breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Okonkwo.